Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metal smithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian. And as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to the dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Today, we chat with Barbara Winard and Martin Kozlowski, who retired to historic Newcastle, Delaware. Newcastle is a city of approximately 5,300 residents and is located six miles south of Wilmington. Colonial Newcastle takes you back in time with its cobblestone streets and historic sites on the riverfront. Overlooking the Delaware River, Newcastle is the oldest continuously occupied town in the Delaware Valley. And thanks to preservation efforts, this vibrant community remains one of the most important colonial villages in America, second only to Williamsburg, Virginia, in the number and authenticity of historic structures. Cool. Newcastle is home to Emmanuel Episcopal Church on the Green, one of the oldest Episcopal parishes in the United States. The graveyard around the church is a historian's goldmine. It contains grave sites of parishioners from the 17th to 21st centuries. Several are from the Revolutionary War, and one, George Reed, was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. Whoa. Note, the city, and I found this really interesting, the city is also the home of Broad Dyke, the first dyke built in the United States. How cool <laughs> is that, Gene? All right. That's the science side of me. I, I love those things. OK, the median sales price for a single family home in Newcastle County during July 2021 was three hundred and forty seven thousand five hundred, an increase of fifteen point eight percent compared with July 2020, according to data from Realtor.com. The number of houses sold rose by 
10.7% from a year earlier. That makes sense. COVID, people are buying homes left and right. A total of 567 houses were sold countywide in July. During the same period, a year earlier, 520 single homes were sold. Yeah, we're running out of homes all over the United States, Gene. <laughs> and now, a little about our guests. Barbara was born and raised in Hillside, New Jersey. She received the Bachelor's in English Literature and Master's in Journalism from Boston University. When she was 55, she went back to school and earned a Master's in Gerontology from the University of Southern California. She's always been interested in writing and the elderly. And now she's one of them, says Barbara, which mostly amuses and inspires her. She seems to be involved in the over 60 female travel cohort online. It's a group that is growing quickly, inspired by dreams of bucket list travels after COVID, she adds. Unfortunately, Barbara was laid off from her 25 plus year job when she was 71 as senior editor for two online encyclopedias at Scholastic. Her fields as writer and editor with the encyclopedia included fine and performing arts, literature, media, anthropology, archaeology, and religion. Wow. She was previously a filmmaker and worked at WNET Channel 13 Public Television in New York City. Her job was seasonal, and she traveled on downtimes to Asia, Europe, and North and South America. When she returned from India one year, she called from a phone booth across from the Asia Society in New York and asked if they had work. Remember phone booths, Gil? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they connected her with the head of the education department, who said he'd like to talk to her about doing films for American children about Asian culture. And she told them that she was across the street. She ended up working for them, traveling for work in Asia and running their film program. Wow, that is so cool. My sister, Anna, also worked for the Asia Society. For, yeah, for a number of years. Oh, wow. With Susan Hines, right? Oh, I know Susan. We both. Yeah, of Hines Ketchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she also freelances as a film producer, writer, working on films in and about Morocco, Indonesia, Lebanon, and other countries. Performed adjunct work at several colleges in raising her child and worked for Grolier as a multimedia writer-producer, which eventually became Scholastic. After she was laid off two and a half years ago, she started writing about her 50 years of travel after never having written anything about herself. What an impressive career, I'd say. Oh, yeah. And she's still doing all this interesting stuff. Wonderful. I'm so glad we met through Rhodes Scholar. I want to thank Rhodes Scholar and Kelsey yeah, yeah. for connecting us. Kelsey, Kelsey. Yes. Okay. So Martin was born in Queens, New York, and grew up in Elmont, Long Island. Martin graduated from Parsons School of Design in New York City. Okay. I went to Pratt. All right. Competition <laughs> here. Okay. okay. We, always, we always beat you in football, right? Uh, I didn't even know. I didn't know we had sports. That's what I meant. Kids. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> they did fashion design. Yeah, right, right. Since 1980, he has chronicled the social and political scenes in a wide range of publications, including Advertising Age, Barron's, The National Law Journal, The New York Times, Newsday, and The Wall Street Journal. Wow. His comic strips have appeared in the Hartford Current, the New York Sun, the Earth Times, Fortune, Contently.com, and the Daily Star in Beirut, Lebanon. He directs art and contributes to the weekly editorial illustration service, Inks Art, which right. is spelled I-N-X-A-R-T.com. He publishes and edits the satirical e-zine site, NowWhatMedia.com. 
Martin designed print material for a dozen years at his own firm in Union Square, New York City, and has worked as an art director at the New York Times, most notably on the op-ed page. Wow. Wow, intimidating. Yeah, his work has appeared in numerous exhibitions, including shows in New York, Paris, Warsaw, and other cities, and he has lectured at several colleges. In 2020, he taught a class entitled Battle Lines Drawn, Creating Political Action Comics at New Jersey City University. Martin continues to work and will probably never retire, according to Barbara. His interests include classic film and film noir, me too, classic comic books, and always art. So guys, welcome to Retire There. Would you tell our audience first, what led you to Newcastle, Delaware? Well, we just, we were looking for a place to live. My dear husband told me he didn't want to shovel more snow. (laughs) So we were living in Jersey City. We had an apartment there for 30 years. So we headed south. We were looking first in Pennsylvania along the Brandywine. We drove through a lot of places and we just didn't feel they were us. And then kind of on a whim, we ended up driving to Newcastle. We had never been there. We drove down the main street and thought we had entered Brigadoon. (laughs) We looked around us in wonder because, you know, the Georgian federal style, I mean, you know, 17th, 18th, 19th and 20th century houses. As you mentioned, it's kind of like Williamsburg, but Williamsburg is a lot more touristy. Newcastle, while it wants people to visit, is kind of pristine and a place where people live and work. As my husband says, he felt a tingle. Um, So that tingle started us looking for historic houses because we had lived, our house in Jersey City was built in the 1840s. And I will let him continue with why we didn't get a historic house. Yeah. And Jersey City has become so, it's such a booming area now. You know, people can't even find homes. We were just back for a few days. Yeah, it's extraordinary what's gone on. We saw that. We moved back in 2010. We lived in Connecticut for about 15 years and mm. upstate uh, Westchester. But the other thing is, of course, I wanted to move here because I wanted to be close to the oldest dike in America. You know, that's, that was, <laughs> when I found that out, I was that, that was part of the tingle. <laughs> but yeah, we had looked up north. I think we have friends and had a sense of this was, you know, kind of 2020. We really started thinking about this earlier than that. And we had looked around Woodstock, right? I mean, yeah. that was certainly oh, yeah. in, uh, looked in uh, Saratoga Springs, a lovely mm-hmm. town. But honestly, what Barbara said, it's not a joke. I checked online and, you know, the average snowfall up there was as much as six foot a year, they claim. Oh, my God. And yeah. I just at that stage where I didn't want mm-hmm. to deal with that. Absolutely. Part of my attraction down here, too, as Barbara mentioned, the Brandywine, being an illustrator, I, I was very much aware of Howard Pyle and N.C. Wyeth, all the illustrators, because mm-hmm. Andrew Wyeth. Yes, Andrew so I had kind of, there was a romance to the area, I think, yeah. for me. So we started looking down here. And very much what you said, yeah, we, we came down the main drag and we said, what the heck is this? So we did look around, found a couple of older places, right? We we were, you know, we did make bids once or twice and lost out on the older properties. It was an 18. 18- oh. oh, wow. Two, was it? Is that place? Yeah. In, right. in Newcastle? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and it's funny, we ended up just because um, of the real estate market. I mean, it was very easy for us to sell our place in Jersey City. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made six times what we paid for it. 
Wow. Oh, wow. In 1991. Wow. That's amazing. The city was down. That neighborhood yeah. was yeah. pretty down. We ended up buying a place here. Cost a lot, lot less. <laughs> much less than. So it was a chance because I had been laid off my job and more mm-hmm. as a freelancer. Yep. It was a chance for us to really be more comfortable about our finances. Yeah. That's the main reason we moved. We, we do love Jersey City mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm a city person. Yeah. So uh, coming to Newcastle was a different experience for me than it was was for Martin. We ended up getting a, a house that was built in 1997. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it okay. was like one of the few houses around that was made to look. Yeah, it, was, it looks. Ah. So we were disappointed we couldn't find a historic house. And since we've been here for six months, we are kind of very happy that we didn't find a historic mm-hmm. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we yeah. did put a lot of money into it. Yeah, comes um, with historic problems. Work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, our roof will probably last long. And, you know, we, we sort of can appreciate that. We don't live in a historic house. So we yeah. traded the charm a little bit, yeah. but it was more circumstance and what was available in the market. Because mm-hmm. you know, when we were looking, as, as you were alluding to some of those numbers at the beginning, I mean, it was explosive around here. Yeah. We even did look in Wilmington. There's some really very nice neighborhoods in Wilmington. And as soon as they came on the market, if it was at all attractive, it just disappeared. It was snapped up. Oh, and wow. so to here, and, and frankly, part of the mechanism, we were waiting for the sale of the house to have cash in hand. Mm. And we found, because, you know, yeah, I guess your show is a bit about the real estate aspect, mm-hmm. cash in hand made a big difference. And mm-hmm. we did miss out on a place here in town, and maybe for the best, as it turns out, because, you know, we were waiting, you know, for the money to kind of come through. And yeah, even though sure. we outbid the other people, the, the sellers preferred to have the cash in hand. Amazing. So sure. that's another, you know, aspect of it. But, you know, it's a hot market, as, as you mentioned, and yeah. particularly here in Delaware. In general. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one other thing is that we have found there are people in this town who have lived here for generations who are like, you know, in the 18th century, whatever, their ancestors arrived. But there are a lot of people moving in, as with many places. Uh, one thing I did do is when we moved here, I kind of searched out people. I'm a, I've been a researcher all my career. I searched out people who had moved from our area to see how they liked it, how they, you know, was it, was it, you know, like, was it really an amazing change in their lives and how they felt about it. And actually we have met a number of people who are from the tri-state area and around the city. And it's really been helpful to us because they gave us advice. We made friends, you know, it really gave us more of an idea of like what it was like to live here and how we could succeed in living here, you know, spiritually and and physically. (laughs) Sure. So what's the size, would you say, of your home? Is it a two bedroom, three bedroom? Uh, yeah, it's, story? It's, it's, it's I get technically it's a four bedroom, actually. Oh. And we, we always we laughed about this initially. We've come to appreciate it's a three and a half bath, which seemed oh absurd to wow. me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but actually, it's 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 been convenient when we've had uh, house guests. As a matter of fact, so it's it's three stories. It's about two thousand square feet, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So the first floor kind of it's kind of all the houses here tend to be kind of narrow on the street and then very long and they kind mm-hmm. of uh. kind of rambling. Even the old ones, but ours are built in that style, and it's a townhouse of two other attached townhouses. We're kind of on the end. Okay. So okay. yeah. So yeah. It's, I'm it's assuming there's better. yeah there's we, a we garage parking. You know, most people get smaller places. 
places as they retire or get older. We got a much larger place. We had <laughs> place in Jersey City had been two bedroom, one and a half baths, much oh. smaller. And you know, I in some ways it's wonderfully comfortable, but in some ways I wonder if you know, as as we get older, if it's too much house for us. We're only two people, but we have had a lot of visitors, which is very nice. <laughs> are you getting lost in the house? It's like, are you in the world? Well, actually, I, I call him on the phone. <laughs> yeah, well. His his studio is on the top floor. Well, he, oh, has a, he has a studio with an attached bathroom with a tub and everything. Oh, All he needs nice. is a refrigerator and I'll never see him. <laughs> but I, I call him on the phone from right. the first floor and say, what time do you want to have dinner? You know? <laughs> well, but it is nice because the kind of work I've always done, I have tons and tons of, of posters and paper mm. and all my work. I mean, literally yeah. thousands of sure. Sure. So it, for the first, you know, it, it's kind of a lesson. We moved back, as I mentioned, to Jersey City in 2010. And there we really downsized. It was a lovely place. It was a duplex, 1,300 square feet mm-hmm. from Connecticut, but we really had a downsize. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if it's that lesson. If you haven't looked at the thing in 10 years, probably throw it out. We moved back here. It was an exhausting process, but actually I got to see things I hadn't literally seen oh. in 10 years because they were kind of all put away. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good balance. Yeah, there are times it feels like it's a lot, you know, cleaning and so forth. Mm-hmm. But it's been great for house guests. Is that fair yeah, to say? It's been great for house guests, but not great for leaf cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Lots and lots of leaves. Lots well, you yeah. mentioned a town a townhouse. I assume there's garage spaces and parking for your guests. And there's stuff. a actually there's a, a small parking area behind the house where we have right. two spaces and we park right in front of our house, which I mean, one of the things on our list, I mean I have We had a list that we checked off like most people. Uh, One of the things on our list was parking because in Jersey City, we almost came to blows with people. It was (laughs) alternate side of the street parking four days a week. Yes, yes. Wow. From a school with teachers. So, So, I mean, we, you know, it was, it was very, we wouldn't go places because we'd have to (laughs) never get our space back. Yeah. No, my sister lives in Park Slope. It's the same thing. Oh, oh, absolutely. We can't meet you upstate because we'll lose our spot. And we look at each other and go, what is wrong with that? And I have to say, one of the other things on the list was uh, we shared our brownstone with a with lovely people who lived downstairs from us who had small kids, Mm. and we heard everything. Oh yeah, very Uh, noisy. We don't be needing. So those two things have been fulfilled. We can park. You know, it's wonderful and and it's very, very quiet. Yeah. Too quiet? I don't know. I don't right. hear sirens and garbage trucks. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to stop down. hearing those things. Yeah. But, it's, you know, it's very quiet. Yeah, it's funny. Beautiful. For, for folks in the Midwest listening, it's like, what are you people talking about? Parking and noise. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. We hear we hear birds and cows moo. But all right, <laughs> so before we go on, was the pricing that I mentioned earlier comparable to places you were looking at, you know, at realtor.com, you know, 375,000 and so forth. Well, did you encounter higher pricing, you know, for like a townhouse like yours? Well, it's interesting. Uh, you, you know, of course, I wanted to also mention Barbara's, you know, kind of just an ace researcher. So she really did a lot of, you know, kind of legwork or eye work leading up to this. So we were constantly being, you know, checking in and we had an actually an Asian kept sending us listings, you know, every, which, you know, every place around here. Mm -hmm. But it turned out that the listing on this place, we looked at it and and there were two factors. One was it was in a flood zone, you know, FEMA does that kind of rating. I think it was seven out of 10, which scared us a little bit. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't vintage. You know, it was a new, you know, new construction. And we, we saw the pictures online and said, well, that looks nice, but we're going to hold out for something else. And it turned out it was 
kind of stuck on the market for a while. It actually came down at least once while we were looking, didn't it, hon? Okay. Uh, yeah, but, but it was it was definitely affordable for us and, and in the price range that you were talking okay. about. Yes, it was. And yeah. actually, a lot of the houses are, I, I've been looking recently, have really gone up from yes. that price range. In this town, yeah. Uh, a lot of the houses on the market now, if they're, it depends how close you are to the river. There's yes. a beautiful yes. street, the Strand, which is the most historic area. Mm-hmm. And uh, houses there uh, range from, you know, 700000 yeah. and oh, up. Yeah. And we live four blocks from the river, so ours uh, are oh. less expensive. Even so, um, I would say, you know, I mean, a lot of the houses I've seen on the market are in the 400000 yeah. area, mm-hmm. four fifty. And uh, and are smaller because uh, historic houses are smaller. Right. The ceilings are lower. Yes, the mm-hmm. rooms are smaller. Right. The houses right. are smaller. Yeah, and people so, had less stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we and it's funny because we had dinner last week at at somebody's house who had combined two houses together, um, and he was from the New York City area. He and his wife. What a gorgeous house! It was. I guess it was nineteenth century. Yes, mid nineteenth so, century, yeah. but you know the original wood plank floors, fireplaces. Oh, wow. I mean, wow. some of these houses. You, they used to have house tours before COVID, and yesterday mm-hmm. they had like a Christmas festival, and they said for the first time they didn't have anything last year, but before that they always had house tours because people have these pristine historic houses and amazing gardens here. Wow. Gardeners, you know, we neither of us we're terrible with flowers. We <laughs> kill them immediately, and we have had neighbors come over. Over and plant stuff in our backyard. What? Help us. No. Yes. No. <laughs> people are very friendly. But so people, darn friendly. People are really into their beautiful historic houses and their gardens and the history of the place. They want to keep it what you know as beautiful as possible. They, yeah, they giving you a hint. Oh my God! If anyone came to my yard oh, or my garden goodness. and did something like that, they'd be in big trouble. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was I thrilled. I you know I fed them cookies and milk. Oh my God. <laughs> and and you say you're only four blocks from the Strand, so you can walk there. And is it a, is it a place where they have coffee shops and places um, and things like that? Well, it's the the whole area is about a ten block radius. Oh, and oh wow! After that, you have to drive. Okay. Um, to ah. you have to drive to supermarkets. You have to drive to you know any any kind of store you know larger stores, and you drive on on crowded roads, which is one thing I really don't like about living here. And, you know, a lot of people, there's a fight in the community between getting more businesses in and keeping it historic and pristine. Mm. They built a parking lot and this was like, you know, for years people fought about it. Wow. There are several restaurants and some have recently been added. There's a a new coffee shop. There's a bank. There's, you know, um, there's several uh, antique places that are really wonderful. And, uh, but there are, you know, it's very walkable, except if you need a supermarket. There's no market. Okay. Okay. And the main drag, you know, what it is, it's you know, it's the perpendicular street that led from where the, the you know the wharf was. There's really not much left there now. It's called Delaware, you know, a, you know, Avenue, and it continues all the way, you know, into Newark, Delaware. It kind of goes all the way across. It turns into Route 273. So that's the street with the with the commerce on it. And then the Strand was really the place where all the that's you know the town, of course, developed from the river. 
you know, kind of moving inward, you know, mm-hmm. from the from the river, you know. So uh, that's the main drag, Delaware. It's ext- again extremely it's charming. There's a courthouse and Amstel House in the 1700s, on and on. We went yeah. to yesterday. We went to the Dutch House, which was 17th century. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the Dutch, the Swedes, the English. I mean, mm-hmm. this place is you know seen that kind of full history. They always brag about 1651. It was it was settled. So yeah, there's a, there's mm-hmm. a real feeling of mm-hmm. history. Yeah, which is yeah yeah. We both attracted by that for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's so. It sounds beautiful, but Martin, as an artist, do you miss the inspiration of living in a city? Well, you know, uh, it's uh, hmm, that's an interesting question. Well, I have other inspiration. Do you see? So and the kind of work I tend to do is political cartooning. So ah. sadly, what I'm looking at is the news, <laughs> there must be a the media. bounty. <laughs> ah. yeah, I, I've, in my in my time, I've, I've done kind of landscaping, you know, scape art and I've drawn from life, but but less so. So that's a good question. I, I don't know. I feel at this age, honestly, can't say I've had enough inspiration for the rest of my life. But in a certain way, you you do work with what you know what's in your head. Is yeah, that a sure. fair way to put it? Yeah, yeah, I think so, if I was yeah. a different kind of artist, obviously, if I was an you know ash can artist, and I was trying to paint mm-hmm. cityscapes. <laughs> right. I'd miss it. But that's not what I do. So mm-hmm. interesting question. I think the I appreciate the quiet here, and I appreciate the calm. And you know, frankly, when you do what I do, you do live in your head a lot. So yeah. it's where yeah. you yeah. put your head, and this is a nice mm-hmm. place to have my head. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. No, that makes well, it's that funny makes sense. Because I am very inspired yeah. by the city a lot more than Martin has been. Mm-hmm. Although for what I'm doing now, I'm doing travel writing. I research online, or tr- and I haven't been traveling, so I'm kind of in my head as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I do miss the city. But I find that you know, the older I get, the more difficult it is to get around the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going in less. I got a bum knee, you know, and, mm-hmm. and actually I'm writing now about mobility issues and travel. Ah, so I great. mean, you know, being around here, you do drive more for sure. And that's something to consider. But, you know, you can take beautiful walks as well. Well, I, I think what I was going to say, too, though, because we just did spend four days or so back in Jersey City. One of the attractions here, frankly, was also because of family and friends and so forth. We're two hours away, literally door to door. Oh, right. Jersey uh, City. It's 120 miles, but it's all 95. And of course, yeah, yeah. all highway five can get sticky. But I mean, generally speaking, that's fair to say. And we've also explored some of the we've local exploring Philadelphia cities, is very yeah. much closer. Baltimore, Baltimore is quite yeah. close. So Atlantic now and have access to some other things. So one thing that, you know, Gil, on one of the other shows I, I listened to, you were talking about being near airports, yes, international yes. airports, mm-hmm. how important that is to you. Yes. We are a half hour away from Philadelphia International Airport, which oh, I thought that was oh, only that's half great. an hour. Yeah. Nice. However, when my daughter visited us from London, we found out that plane fares in the New York area are just a lot cheaper. So uh-huh. she flew into Newark. We had to drive <laughs> up to Newark to get her. Uh-huh. Um, so that's something to, for people who move to consider as well. Yes. They may be near transportation, but what is the cost of transportation? Right. What kind of transportation, you know, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're yeah. near the train. We're right on the train line. We're 10 minutes from the main train, the Acela train, you know, that oh, goes nice. oh, wow. the East Coast. Well, However, good. if you don't buy tickets considerably in advance, it's very expensive. Wow, that's really good to know. So those are, you know, you could, yes. it's kind of like, I'm, I'm working on this article right now about, you know, what we wanted in a new place and having been here six months, how it turned out. So we're finding out things that were on our list, but are different from what we had thought they would be. Yeah. 
Before we go on to listen, I, I want to explore that. Can we talk a moment about taxes? I mean, you guys oh. would know of having lived in Connecticut, New Jersey. <laughs> Number Tell one us- on the checklist. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, really good. Honestly, good. Was, you know, it was a real factor for us. And it's funny because as you come over the bridge from Jersey, it actually sort of says something about Delaware, a great place to retire. So they're very much oh, aware wow. of that. And, and mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons, as you mentioned, the population has gone up here. I saw some, you know, I can't remember the exact figure. It was around yeah. 7%, I think, since mm-hmm. the last census or and, you know, a lot of the Northeast has gone down or certainly yeah. New York, New Jersey has, has, has you know, lost residents. But, yes, that's what happened. Part of it was a precipitating factor in Jersey City was they did a reval about four or five years ago. And it was, you know, they wanted to redistribute the wealth. It was very much that was part of the mm-hmm. goal of what they were doing. And, you know, our taxes went up almost 45, 50 percent. <gasps> wow. So, yeah. Oh and then it's Lord. funny. I spoke to a mailman one time and I said to him, yeah, boy, gee, you know, we, we're going to move now and stuff. Part of it, our taxes went up X amount. And he goes, oh, that's how much my taxes went down. So, so we, which is in <laughs> oh some sense, one says that's wonderful. Yeah. Literally, I can I can support that. <laughs> yeah. But there are real life ramifications. And sure. It you know, drives yeah. people like us out of a place. Just something to take into mind. You know, it was a different perspective. Wow. Perhaps when we talk about taxes, anyhow. Yeah. So yeah, because of that, our taxes here are- terrible. Well, our taxes in Jersey City were about $14,000 a year. Wow. Taxes here are around- 2500 $2, yeah. Wow. Wow. So the savings there alone is is kind of extraordinary. And okay. there's no sales tax in Delaware. I don't understand quite how they run the state. And we, I don't <laughs> and we say, oh, hi, we just moved here from Jersey six months ago. Their eyes glaze over because everybody has moved here from Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think they do kind of, yeah. It might be a little resentful. Yeah, as, def- as I think you folks know, you know, North Jersey and South Jersey are very different experiences. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But our general impression, I think, coming down here, it's God knows it's not the South, it's the Mid-Atlantic, but folks are a little bit more polite. Really. <laughs> I think oh, there's a right? small town vibe to here uh, because yeah. everything we said before about, you know, the, the population where we live and they've even tried to, you know, make it official with the post office, it's called historic Newcastle. So the, the small oh. area Barbara was talking about, yeah, I don't know, it's 10, 20, whatever it is, square blocks, that's the historic area. And then Newcastle is a bigger town. And then as you said, it's the county of Newcastle. Yes, That's yes. the top ah. third of the state. So mm-hmm. there's only three mm-hmm. counties in Delaware. It's so small. So that's an interesting factor too. This is a very unique kind of enclave. Mm-hmm. That's you know that was certainly what attracted us to it. And it, you know it feels very safe. It feels the local government is very effective. It seems like they clean up. Martin goes around the block to pay our electric bill. Yeah, it's a very small town. <laughs> oh my god. That's so funny. I can't even imagine that. In the, initially, it felt, it's like Mayberry. I was going to say, it felt when <laughs> we first saw coming down here from, from Jersey City, which is a very nice, and you know, it's, yeah, it's neighborly yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 It did feel like a throwback to like a, you know, a sitcom from the 60s or something. Yeah. You know, it felt oh, like we stepped into Green Acres or whatever. So <laughs> it, it, was, it was very interesting. And I have to say, you know, I think a lot of people, I don't, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are the way we are. We started looking in a presidential election year. We don't want to live surrounded by people who think exactly the same we do about everything. However, we wanted to live in a place where there were people like us uh, who had similar outlook on, you know, on the world and our country and stuff like that. So that moving, looking in a presidential year was useful because we saw banners, decals. Mm -hmm. Ah. So Brilliant. we knew oh, that, what yeah. kind of town we were moving into. It's yeah. not all, you know, one way or the other. There are right. definite, you know, different political views by the yes. people, from the people who live here. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and we looked, we drove around the streets, looked around and said, you know, 
we yeah. felt pretty comfortable yeah. moving. You know, that's, 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 that is so important. And, yeah. and we feel the same way. A, a friend of mine had helped a campaign of, oh, I'm not going to go into which parties, but she had signs outside her house, you know, these yard signs. Some people came along at night and took the signs, like they had to climb over her gate, yeah. took the signs and threw them away. And we were mortified. I mean, absolutely mortified. Yeah. And there's no fear because she has a camera. People just don't care. Well, one interesting note, I, I just thought, uh, you know, and we ran into this a few times. And then of course, you know, I, you know, I do political cartoons, but I'm certainly not going to get political here. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the politicization of, of yeah. our society now, where it slops over into business. One thing we did find very quickly, and it's, you know, it's a real estate anecdote. We were, we took a video tour of a house in an area called 40 acres in Wilmington, this kind of hip little area. And so we, we, you know, we, this was during obviously the height of the pandemic. So the agent took us on the video tour with her, the camera and she showed us around and it was, you know, that was great. And it wasn't quite the right place for us. It turned out being next to a place called Scalazes, which has got great Italian food, but that's mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. And after that 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 tour, we figured we're going to stay, you know, with this agent. She's going to be the person who's going to show us around, uh, you know, Wilmington and Delaware. And then Barbara, who, as I said, is quite the researcher, went online, looked the person Tracked up, her down, and you know, mm-hmm. find found these very political, very political statements that she had made, you know, on on the far side, if, if you will. Mm. And immediately, I said no. That's it. I'm not going right. to do that. Yeah. I, you know, so yeah. I, I think what I'm saying, it's almost like if you're in business and your business is dealing with the public and you're trying to deal with the public who's not just your political persuasion, mm-hmm. play off that stuff. I mean, right. yeah. why, we actually, why would you do that? I think right, you one, hurt of the, yourself. one of the uh, most important themselves. things about us having a successful sale of our house and moving into a house we liked on both sides, we found the most wonderful real estate people. The real estate agent we ended up with here knows everybody in town. He just <laughs> put a patio in our backyard. He's gotten everyone to do all the work Nicest on our guy. house. You know, he drives by and waves. Everybody knows him. That's wow. what he's like. And our real estate person in Jersey City uh, was a, f- a close friend of yeah. ours who went way oh, out of the so way, nice. staged our house. He did videos wow. all over. He was, he, wow. so we had, I Get know a, a lot agent. of people don't have great experience with real estate agents. We had the best. So right. everything best. pulled together and everything dropped into yeah. right time Very and right so, space. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Staging a house can really help. We, and at first we were hesitant because first of all, it required us putting our stuff in storage yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was expensive. We had to do two moves down to our place eventually. Oh. That, that was, we weren't sure about that. Plus when it was staged in a way that was not our taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said, you know, this doesn't look like us. Well, as it turned out, it looked right. like whoever bought it and they right. paid a lot of money for it. So more power to them. Sure. So yeah. Staging it was a really important part of the process for us. Good to know. Good to know. So, Barbara, tell us about your article now, if you would. What the list of items that are non-negotiable for you guys for a home uh, for, well, actually, for the move? Yeah. I made a list of articles of points that we really were concerned about. The first was tax, as we've discussed, Absolutely. paying less for housing, walking or driving. And it turns out that we have to drive a lot more than I would That's like. That's the biggest disappointment. Some culture, you know, whether museums or or theater or music or whatever. And, you know, this is close enough so you can drive to places. And there, there are things within the town that has a very active 
uh, historical commission and they put on a lot of programs. Mm-hmm. Historic charm, which we didn't get in our house, but as we said, you know, that was okay. Neighbors, medical resources. Yes. Okay. Actually, that turned out different than we thought it would be because when we moved here, we found there was a shortage of primary care physicians yeah. and long wait times to see doctors. Wow. So we ended up uh, trying out, we had never done this before, a concierge doctor. Ah. where you pay a certain yes. amount of money and you, you know, you can stop at any quarter. You don't have to, you know, you're not locked okay. in for a year. Okay. And that has turned out to be very good for us. Yeah. Uh, the times we've needed to see a doctor, first of all, he has a million recommendations, which have been good so far. Okay. And he immediately calls back. We can see him and, you know, very quickly. Mm-hmm. call. So that was something that turned out That's to a be a great option. Can you explain a little how that works with the concierge doctor? Yes. It, one interesting thing, you know, the entire state of Delaware, I think, has less than a million people. You know, we lived in Jersey City, it was up to 250,000 just there alone. Mm-hmm. And of course, New York. And so in a very populous area, you know, one thing I hadn't thought about going to a small area, you know, there are just certain kind of economies of scale. Basically, you can get everything there. And, and when we were there, I didn't have the feeling, even though we had changed our medical plans and I was on the through the ACA, I got a plan. Never seen it was an issue finding a doctor. So when we came down, it was a little startling to see, you know, the kind of scarcity. There's a local hospital, Christiana, and they kind of, you know, it is very long and complex, but they basically control the area. And the notion now is everybody is a hospitalist. Is that the term they use? (laughs) So they kind of control the medical care. And I don't mean that in any kind of negative way necessarily, but it does make it tougher to find kind of primary care run-of-the-mill family doctors. Mm. And so the basic, the concierge never even heard of this process before. Yes, you pay a yearly fee for access in essence. That's what, you know, so you, in addition to, it's not covered by insurance. It's not, it's just out of pocket. We're both paying a certain amount. We're trying it out. Yeah. And so far it's been, it's been good for us. What, what are the costs associated with uh, hiring a concierge? Well, you know, on a yearly basis, we're each going to have to pay about $1,200. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and, and is it all you can eat? Can you go as much, as many times as you want? <laughs> well, well, you can eat. All you can eat, you know, as per what your insurance company is going to yeah. pay for. Well, I'm on Medicare. Uh, so my mind is paying for yeah. fast food, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept. It was at first, frankly, frustrating and seemed yeah. a little outrageous, right. but that seems to be the way that, it, you know, it works down here. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the, so far, so good, but it, it's okay. six months and we shall see. Okay. Um, one other thing I, uh, in the article I'm writing that I, I wanted to mention for people who are considering uh, a move is the importance of social media. And a lot of people, you know, and, and sometimes sometimes older people are not into, you know, the, so uh, Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And because I was very active on this over 60 women travel and meet up and, you know, and, and know a lot of women like me, uh, someone on my group who I just met briefly a couple of times said, oh, I know somebody who lives in historic Newcastle. Turns out she lives on my block. We're now best friends. The first (laughs) week we were here, they threw a party for us and invited, you know, 20 people. Wow. And I find that um, also the town has social media. So we know about every every talk, every play, every uh, historic reenactment, whatever. You know, I feel that social media has made it easier for us to feel comfortable in this town. And even before we moved, you know, it was it was useful for us to talk to people who lived here. 
to yeah, find people yeah. that lived here. And and what's the what's the makeup of the town? Is is it a mix of young families and retirees or or how does that work? Uh, well, it's interesting, you know, because of the, the circles we r- run in, as it were, or hobble in, it's it's been mostly an older crowd. I, we have seen, and it's funny, we were just talking there, uh, the, the Mercury, this uh, coffee slash tea shop, I guess, just opened uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we talked to a kind of an older time resident here, and he was excited that he was seeing more young families. So the point is, across the street, we have a young family. There's a school bus. There are three schools or whatever in town. There's probably more than that. So, I mean, there, there are children. There are young people. We see, you know, joggers and stuff. But our, you know, our circle is more a little. So my, my impression is it was skewed a little older, right? Yeah. Is that probably fair to yeah, say? Mm-hmm. It's certainly fairly diverse. Uh, the the uh, the town itself, outside of the historic Newcastle, is very diverse. And okay. is very diverse. And the state yeah. is very diverse. And frankly, that was an attraction, too, because, yeah. you know, it kind of dovetails with the political aspect of this mm-hmm. and our actually yeah. our block yeah. Yeah. We're, we're a few houses down from uh an african-american church that was important in in the civil war oh, it was part right. of the oh wow. railroad yeah it's oh. funny this block which is about you know we're on fourth so we're basically four uh blocks from the river yeah it, it, a lot of uh slaves were freed this is pre you know emancipation proclamation were freed and came up here to Delaware to live. And this was a block, an area where that was actually happening, where they had oh, moved cool. in. So they, there's all kinds of interesting history. And we, you know, we kind of get off on that. We like yeah, it. And yeah, we, yeah. You know, that's part of. Except the, the, the funny part of it is, is that we've been asked to be part of all of the historical reenactments. <laughs> yesterday. We had a Dickens Christmas and people walking around in costumes. And then, you know, I said, should I be the artful Dodger? I wasn't sure. I didn't have a costume, um, but we've been, they have uh, they also have a haunted house tour for halloween mm. and i was asked to be a ghost a nerd yeah we, we saw our neighbor yeah. and he was dressed up kind of dickensian yeah, garb dickensian, with yeah. kind of like a, a you know they were double button fly on his pants oh my, yeah. oh my goodness but uh, he's a lovely guy and he's very involved with that a lot of the folks that's the thing a lot of people here you know have been here forever mm-hmm. apparently a lot of the, the the original settlers as it were or, or the you know the the english ones mm where, you know, William Penn deeded this land to these families. And in some instances, the families still, you know, or their descendants still live here, which is kind of wild. You know, that said, we are not real joiners. No. Really? So that kind of surprises me, Barbara. But like, you know, it it, it is a real community and they want community participation. We're, we're, very happy they have community participation, but like we're not, you know, we but don't jump in. It's been very things. social though, right? It's I mean, we, we've social. seen a lot of people and you know, people are very, we've actually, you know, in the six months we've been here, probably done a lot more uh, socializing than we did in Jersey City in a funny sort of way. And maybe it's because we were close to older friends and family, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of took up our social time. You know, coming to a new area, right? There's, there's I think there's a tendency to, uh, you know, meet new people. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the old days in this town, they had the town butcher, they had yes, this, yes. you know, dressmaker. Right. Yeah. They don't have that anymore. Yeah. There, there is no place in town to go to get groceries. Okay. Okay. But so, is there a, um, uh, is there like a little main street nearby? The main street doesn't have anything like that either. So we're about 10 minutes. We're, there are supermarkets within 10 minutes drive. And there is a, a giant farmer's market, which has a wonderful Love Amish segment yeah, to too. it where Martin goes and gets, you know, meat and mm-hmm, fish mm-hmm, and vegetables mm-hmm. and, you know, various other yeah, things. Yeah. And uh, so that's good. But you do have to drive on yeah. highway-like roads to okay. get anywhere, which is something I, I, 
you know, I haven't had in 15, had to do in 15 years. Sure. So what else is on your list, Barbara? Did we miss anything? Any of the highlights? Let me see. Actually, I have it Talked about housing, healthcare, airport, which is important to me. Yes. Taxes. Uh, crime um, and safety. Crime and safety. Uh, yes, it's, it's yes. very funny because you know there. It, this does feel like a little safe enclave. Mm-hmm. Although I do have to say, people do have security systems. As you walk down the sure. street, you see they they have them. But the the most interesting thing is, you know, even at the beginning when we drove through, we saw packages on everybody's doorstep for Amazon oh, packages and nice. you know various other packages, mm-hmm. and they'll sit there. I mean, I don't want to advertise this. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Barbara. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, we invite yeah. the criminals too, you know. Yeah, if you want anything free, just come on down. <laughs> well, you know, um, it's interesting because we have in our area of Brooklyn, uh, there are a lot of cameras as well. And we're actually in, I, I would say, Gene, and he's looking at me now, I, we're in a safe area in Brooklyn. People do have their packages stolen, but because of where our house is, and I'm not going to publish that, um, <laughs> our packages are, are thrown outside. And sometimes I say to the FedEx or UPS guys, like, do you see there's a little container here? It's where I keep my my uh, garden hose and it's in this, you know, nice little container. And I'm like, just nicely put it in there. Don't toss it. <laughs> so so we've been fortunate. Okay. The other thing was was, you know, this thing, the list versus the tingle. Yeah. yeah. Um, where, you know, even and this happens. And as you I'm sure you've heard in your interviews with couples, one couple is very sensible. One member of the couple is sensible, has the list. This is the, how much we want to pay. This is where we want to live. This is what we need. And the other person is, isn't this place great? You know, it's yeah. gorgeous. I see thumbs. And there. I do have to say <laughs> that uh, we share both of those. Because <laughs> yeah, he's an artist, so right. he, he, you know, he's the one who came up with the idea of the tingle. Ah, um, yeah, that sounds And right. I think the tingle, in some ways, is dangerous mm-hmm. because it makes you ignore some of the things on the list. Yeah, sure. If we had known some of the things that we found out before we moved, would we have done it differently? Mm. Probably not. Good. Um, Good. You know, I, as I said, driving to get groceries, you know, bugs me. Driving to get anywhere bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. And as I get older, it may bug me more. You Absolutely. Know, bug, you know, if something really, uh, you respond to it, the feeling of a place, it, it, maybe it is meant for you. And of course, nothing is permanent. You right. know, I mean, I, you Good point. To people who have moved to other places. Right. Yep. Yep. And uh, we may be here five years, 10 years until, you know, we're no, we're no longer around, you know. <laughs> so also people talk about moving to a place for six months and trying it out before they make a decision. We could not do that financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really sounded like a pain in the neck to do, although I think it's a good idea if you sure. can. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you're renting a place abroad, for example, yeah. that might be something you want to do and you don't know a place that well. Right. right. But if you're planning to move you know, you don't want to have to do it in stages. It's expensive and it's a pain. You know, yes. moving, we met people who moved here for six months until they found a place they liked mm-hmm. and they ended up getting just the place they wanted. So okay. that's great, but yeah. it doesn't yeah. necessarily turn out that way. What about, I know it's COVID now, but um, think about, let, let's let's imagine COVID's not here. What would you do for fun or um, things like Longwood Gardens aren't that far from you? Wonderful. So how far is Longwood Gardens, by the way? 20 minutes. 
Yeah. Oh, oh bad. Yeah. wow. And we how were fun? there last month with some friends who came in and it was glorious. It's just a wonderful I was knocked place. out by yeah. it. I'm not big, necessarily big on that. I've never seen anything like that in the States. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it may exist in California or something, but it's extraordinary. And, there, and it's outdoors. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't that difficult during COVID. Everybody's wearing masks as well. And we've been to a lot of historic houses around the Wilmington area. Yeah. Wilmington has beautiful parks and historic yes. houses. Uh, Winterthur is just a you know great place. We were at the Namur uh, house fairly recently. Yes. You know, people are coming back now. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a travel writer. I have not been, other than local travel, I have, we, I have not been traveling abroad because of COVID. Once it lessens, maybe I'll make more use of Philadelphia International Airport. You know, we have some travel plans for the future for March. We haven't decided whether we're going to do it or not. Mm-hmm. It's a trip to Crete. Uh, actually, oh, wow. dollar. Oh, nice. Um, but as far as living in this neighborhood, we walk everywhere. We walk along the river. I mean, that's so um, nice. That people river. mask more in New York. Ah. People, you know, uh, to yeah. go into Generally. a restaurant, to yeah. go into a museum. They ask for our card, our, yep. our you know, immunization yeah. card. Down here, it's not quite as strict, although we are very careful just because of the times. Yeah. 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 And what about how far is Philly? It's a 35 minutes straight run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you, you know, we do, with traffic, we've got, I've gone to the doctor several times in Philly and it's taken 40 minutes. Yeah, within an hour, you can get yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so, yeah, that's so much well, an hour Philly. of parking and getting to the Yeah, you know, city. once you get into to the get city. To get to Philly yeah. itself is like 35 minutes. Yeah, really. Baltimore uh, is relatively close. It's about an hour and 20, 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, an hour and 20 minutes. And it's about two hours to DC, yeah. I think, something yeah. like that. So it is. The other thing here, I, I, you know, we were talking about the river front itself is not really developed, but what it is, is there's a really huge park. When I say huge, it's very stretched out called Battery Park. So we're constantly oh. walking down there. Yeah, it's and they have a trail. Beautiful. There's a lot of yeah, bicycles there's some around really here. Nice. They have a trail that goes from near us in the river, goes seven miles right into the Wilmington River riverfront. Oh. So you can bike to Wilmington and back. It's a beautiful trail. It's a walking or a bicycle uh-huh. trail. Uh-huh. And oh, from out great. the window here, we can now, the, 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 finally the trees are getting pretty bare we can actually see the bridge that comes over from jersey to uh, delaware memorial bridge and, and we can a little glimpse of the river as well so i mean we're that close to it which is nice the dike you mentioned initially is mm-hmm. just kind of over there and then oh. it stretches all along <laughs> so it's, it's really i mean it's yeah it's very pretty it's, it's what pretty, it is yeah. i mean yeah. it's one of those things you go down and as i've gotten older too i can appreciate more just sitting there right watch right. the sun go down kind of thing or you know i mean yeah. you know that kind of feel of that is really very nice and so there is a kind of peacefulness to it that i is, is attractive at this stage and just one quick note about we had talked about the flood zone or i had mentioned it earlier you know honestly if we were younger i don't know how much younger 20 years whatever i don't think i would have bought in a flood zone you know i, I think no. that is a consideration with age because i you know part of the notion of your, sh- your show i guess is retirement and i don't consider myself retired and as barbara said you know i am still you know getting stuff published and working yeah and so yeah. forth but i can you know i'll be doing that as long as i can as they say hold a pen mm-hmm. but i don't think i would have uh, you know gone here because i do think that's a huge issue with the coasts of america you know yeah, yeah. the world of course but i'm thinking in terms of we don't have know. a basement in yeah, our house oh wonderful that's yeah. good. Yes. Right. I forgot um, to ask that. Yeah, so, I do yeah, not want a basement. Everything is on the first. I floor. think you have to really start to think seriously about this. You know, just in the world which we and, live. You know, the and tides, we, tides are rising. Yeah, and yeah. we do yes. not need flood insurance because we paid cash. Okay. But if you get a mortgage, ah. you have to have flood insurance. And oh. flood insurance for a house like this is probably about 
nine hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. Yeah, about a grand. My brother lives up on Cape Cod. He pays. He has a, a large. He owns a large building on the main drag, and he pays four thousand dollars a year for flood insurance. Wow. And actually, we have not. Yeah, we have not yet purchased flood insurance. Although I talk about it a lot because I think we should have it. And I think another draw for <laughs> us is we've always lived. I grew up on Long Island, so you know mm-hmm. we we had you know, some access. I wasn't on the water, but close to the water. Mm-hmm. And I've always lived near, you know, I've always lived kind of around the Hudson for, for a long time. We lived yeah. in South Salem for a while. We certainly lived in Jersey City. I live in Hoboken. Mm-hmm. Being near the Delaware is a real draw. So, I mean, that's yes. something else. I, I don't know, you know, how basic that is. And, and it just maybe it's, it isn't purely nostalgia or not, but I can't imagine mentioning the Midwest early. I can't imagine living in, in, in a large kind of landlocked area like that. I agree. So this is very appealing. And clearly us and, you know, much of humanity wants to live on the water. Yeah. And it is an issue, you know, with, with, the, with the rising sea levels. So mm-hmm. that's going to be We're not that far from problem. the beaches in Delaware. And a lot of people retire there. I wrote an article about other places mm-hmm. to retire in Delaware. Right. Oh, good, good. And a lot of people, too many people probably are moving down to Rehoboth, Lewis, Bethany Beach. Yes, yes. The traffic there this summer was Incredible. horrible. Yeah. Oh. But, but also, building over 55 communities, oh. uh, you know, like within a, several miles of the beaches, okay. and people are flocking there. They're new communities, a lot yes. of them. And you can take a ferry from Lewis to Cape May, and so you're on the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there are a lot of people moving down from the tri-state area and other places who want to be near the beaches. Yes, but the yes. problem with being near the beaches in Delaware is that they're very expensive, those towns, right? They're very expensive, which is why people are moving they're, they're several miles back from the beach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're not cheap either. They're going up, but right. they're less expensive than living closer to the beach. Closer sure, to the beach sure. Is, yeah, is really expensive. On balance, the state That's is Biden, cheaper. Biden just got a, bought a yeah. house, yeah. built a house mm-hmm. in Cape, Cape Henlopen. Right. Uh, Beautiful. Henlopen, Henlopen, excuse me, National <laughs> Park, right. and, oh. which is a gorgeous park. Yeah. Uh, Oh, good for him. Good for him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, because I have two sisters that live very close to where you guys are. They're on the Pennsylvania side, but right by, you know, the right by Wilmington. Yeah. Yeah. Tri-state area, right by women. They say yeah. Tri-state yeah. made me laugh. When we moved. I know. Yeah. When I they know. say Tri-state, we say, "Wait a second. Yeah, exactly. New York, exactly. New Jersey, exactly. Connecticut. Hold right. on. <laughs> right for New Yorkers, everybody's got you their know. own uh, context. I exactly. Guess. But I want I want to emphasize that I do not want a basement at all. We during Hurricane Ida, we had some water in our basement. I would say more than some water for us. It was the most ever. It wasn't that much? Though. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the almost I would say seven eighths of the basement was covered, as no. opposed to. In the area, not not height. No, 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 not height at all. Not height at all. But the entire, yeah. And when we purchased the house, um, the previous owners conducted, it was their home office. They, uh, physician's assistants were down there. So they had it carpeted wall to wall. Well, guess what? We pulled that all up. And now it's just like the glue that's left is disgusting. And so we have a big project, you know, and that, and so the issue of a basement has always been sore for me, other than the thought of basements are scary, you know, <laughs> and who needs to go down there? But we do for laundry reasons. So when we move, right, and we're likely going to stay on the East Coast because it's just so comfortable here and the diversity and everything else, we're used to it. So where you guys are, you made a great decision. I envy you. And it's something that my sister's been being so close um, in that Pennsylvania area and, and the beauty of Longwood Gardens. And, you know, I went we went there, what, two two winters ago, not COVID. Uh, and we went through the uh, the holiday, the oh, holiday the festival. Yeah, the oh, it was just unbelievable. 
Yeah, yeah. There's not much to compare it to. Yeah, we have good friends who always go to the Bronx I Botanic, have to say, Brooklyn Botanic. Another, yeah, another complaint I have unique. about, about uh, Newcastle is that, and it's about Delaware in general, the bread tastes like you're eating a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's we so fun, Barbara. Yeah. So actually, bread, we, had, yeah. we yeah. drove to Philadelphia to find good Italian bread, uh-huh. Italian loaves, Italian. and yeah. it was it was worth it to drive to Philadelphia, but the bread still wasn't as good. So oh my we, when we were at Jersey City, this you know a couple of days ago, Martin went to Antique Bakery, our favorite bakery, yeah. and brought back like how much bread did you bring back? <laughs> well, we had yeah, the eggplant bread. And we gave it away. Here who planted flowers for us and everything. We oh. gave away bread to people. Yeah. Oh, they must have oh, appreciated. Nice. They yeah. must have been like, "What is this?" So I guess that goes that goes for pizza too, huh? Oh, yes. please don't, please don't. Okay, well, you just talked Newcastle. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say that is something that I don't think we'll be able to replicate. In, well, Philly actually well, Philly has should have spots. pizza, right? Well, Philly has, I think, yeah. good food and variations. Actually, yeah. we just yeah, got a recommendation stuff. for bagels. And- yeah, and uh-huh. actually, you, you find different things. You do adjust, you know, as it were, your diet and things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And as Barb mentioned earlier, I do love this uh, farmer's market here. And, you know, it's only about 10 minutes away. And there's this huge uh, Amish market. And they have just absolutely terrific stuff and very reasonable. I mean, it, life, it, in general, things are just so much less expensive here, which yeah. is not the goal of life. But it's a nice thing oh, to have. Sure, sure. Yeah, why be ripped off? Have is, you know, is in driving is we, we spend more money on gas. We yeah. spend more money on tolls. Yeah, I hate all the driving. You know, but that's it's considerably less than, than what we're saving in taxes. So there you go. Yeah. But you know what, Martin? Like Barbara says, you can always move. So <laughs> don't just, forget that. No, no, no. I, I this 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 the whole experience was part of. I, I always kind of in the back of my mind had this rule that you have to wait at least ten years to move to forget how horrible the experience is. <laughs> oh, oh and this experience darn near put me away. So please don't say that. <laughs> yeah, move, moving is one of the worst things. I think. I yeah, think if you if you're subject to hell, yeah. it's going to be yes. moving. The whole time, back and forth. <laughs> That's one of the All circles. Right. I think yeah. the moving okay. circles are yes. at the bottom. Okay, but, but I don't want to feel stuck anywhere, so I am going to be open to that idea. Well, just what you do is, though, just take what you can carry. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. This is then it's easy. Then it's need, easy. What you need is a friend in another place that you love mm-hmm. who uh, has a pet that you can cat or dog sit for. Oh. Because when we were in Jersey oh, that's right. City, that's we cat sit, we cat sat for four days, <laughs> and the cat was barely alive. But yeah. that's another story. Oh, God, kept on checking to see if it was breathing. Don't burn any br- bridges yeah. when you move. Yeah, don't so burn any bridges, back. so you can go back and stay with somebody. In fact, but, find somebody with a nice place, with a guest ha- guest room that you can. I love <laughs> that. Guys. That said, when we tell people in New York, for the most part, it, it, not, not not totally, but when I say to to some of my friends in New York. You have to come down and visit us in Delaware. They look at me, look at me like I'm completely nuts. <laughs> Why would I want to leave New York and visit Delaware? What what is and there? We in keep Delaware? telling them is three and a half bathrooms. Yeah, we tell them <laughs> three and a half. You've never seen we that. We tell them that if they drive oh down God. Route 95, we're five minutes from Route 95. They can take a pit stop here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Best stop before. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, on that note, you guys are lovely, lovely. And we're very close. So if we drive by 95, we'll come please, plant some. Please. Listen, I will plant please. some uh, really interesting flowers in your yard <laughs> and you will know that it was me. You will know it was me. 
Please okay. bring flowers. Here. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. And I'm, thank you so much for your time. Okay. It's this really, has been really a, a wonderful session. Absolutely. Okay. And we'll we'll be in touch. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.